You're listening to What's Work Got to Do With It, your go-to resource on all things workplace safety, health, and well-being. This podcast series invites you into the conversation as we discuss how our workplace conditions like work hours, occupational stress, job safety, and other issues affect our lives at work and at home. We go into the science behind it all and talk about what we can do to reduce work-related risk and promote well-being. We appreciate you tuning in to another episode of What's Work Got to Do With It. So on today's episode of our podcast, we highlight our 2022 summer intern program at Akel Sci. So each summer, undergraduate interns work together with faculty mentors in basing applied research over a three-month paid summer internship. So over the summer, interns conduct a research project in their host faculty members' laboratory between the months of June, and usually it runs through mid to late August. And at the end of their summer internship program, they present at a poster session. And I wanted to give a brief history about our summer internship program here at Occult Sci. It began in 1995, and each year we receive around 100 to 150 applications each year, so it is a very competitive program. This program is designed to introduce undergraduate students to biomedical and occupational health research. So we try to provide unique research opportunities across various basic and applied research areas. So if an intern has an interest studying molecules, cells, organ systems, non-human organisms, or gathering data in the community, students will definitely gain some valuable experience conducting a specific research project aligned with their host faculty members' research. The summer intern program is currently directed by Dr. Saurabh Dosar and is coordinated by Elisa Mackay. We also, we were so excited that we were able to finally host our summer intern poster session in person this summer. We haven't been able to the last couple of years, so it was nice to be able to get together again and actually hear and experience and learn from these interns and what uh, their exciting poster projects were this summer. So on today's episode, we spoke with four of our summer interns and they will share their experience working alongside these institute researchers and how their experience in these teams and these labs will inform their future careers in research, clinical health, public health careers, and more. So we'll go ahead and jump right in. We'll definitely provide some links to the summer intern program if you want to learn more in our podcast show notes, as well as additional information on each of these projects that the summer interns had engaged with and just more information just about them and where they came from. So if you want to dive more into that, we'll definitely share those links below. Thank you so much, Aisha, for joining us today on our podcast. And it's always fun to learn about each of the summer intern projects that we have coming through here at the Institute. Let's start by telling our podcast listeners about yourself, what your major is, as well as some career goals that you had. I know that's a very loaded question, but um, it's always interesting to see the the different interests between um, the interns and where they're coming from in terms of career paths they're hoping to pursue. Right. So thank you so much for having me, first of all. I really appreciate you asking. I actually am, I just finished up freshman year at Portland Community College. Um, So kind of fresh out of high school a little bit. I am majoring in psychology with a minor in ethics, uh, pre-medical track. I only just recently like within the past two or three months decided to 
go pre-med mostly because I finally realized it was possible for me to do that. That's kind of my schooling background. In terms of career goals, I guess doctor, I really am am very interested in bioethics as well. Um, so I hope to do that on the side in my career as well. That's great to hear. And especially knowing that you want to, you know, you're in the pre-med program and you want to become a doctor, but yeah, I'm sure it's going to take some time to figure out where in that path, um, in terms of becoming a medical doctor, where you want to be um, in the field of work that you want to eventually do. And I know, I'm sure in the future, you'll have opportunities for different types of clinical rotations to figure that out. Tell us about what drew you to this lab in working at the Institute as a whole, essentially what drew you to the um, team that you're working with now? And I believe you're currently supporting Dr. Nicole's Bowles lab and the topic that you're focusing on is impact of shift schedules with firefighters. Yeah, so actually I did know um, going in which lab and it was all along the Bowles lab. I would have been very grateful to get a position within any of the labs I'm in the Institute. They're all, they're looking at great stuff, but Dr. Bowles in particular and everyone um, working with her is, first of all, the type of research that they're doing, especially with these firefighters, is very directly connected to the workplace. Um, whereas in research in general, you usually see more of like a trickle down of the research and the changes that are implemented from it usually take much longer. I think Dr. Bowles is incredible. And another special thing is that everyone's background is super diverse. It's a very interdisciplinary lab, which you don't see a lot of usually in medical research and this sort of thing. So I've been very grateful to to have access to such a diverse knowledge base and meet all of these amazing people and just learn about them as people and also their academic and research interests. Can you tell us more about the research project that you've been working on this summer? And of course, we know that there's a lot of details involved, but just give us the high level summary of what you've been working on the last three months. Sure. So essentially, I've been looking at, well, first of all, I've been just processing a lot of the data um, from this longitudinal study of the effects of shift schedule changes on firefighters in general for their health. What I was particularly focusing on was the impact of two types of shift schedules on their blood pressure and dipping because it's a pretty good clinical indicator of future cardiometabolic um, disease risk and outcomes. And firefighters are at an increased risk of cardiometabolic disease compared to the general population. So it's just a very natural thing to look at that when looking at shift schedules and other occupational aspects. Yeah, mostly been uh, cleaning data, processing it, doing all the calculations, and then Dr. Bowles runs all the stats. She's like a stats wizard. It's pretty much the summary of what I've been doing. So I know maybe our audience might not be familiar with blood pressure and dipping. Um, what is the overall goal of the whole study in terms of looking at blood pressure? Just curious, maybe dig deeper into that. Yeah, of course. So essentially, blood pressure, you don't want it to be too high. <laughs> um, higher blood pressure is worse for your vascular system. And it, it it's reflective of um, stress or other things going on. And especially blood pressure during sleep, 
it's supposed to decline um, when you're sleeping. And shift work in general can make it not decline properly or decline less than it normally would. And in firefighters in particular, obviously, they're working on these different schedules. They're working like overnight. So the goal essentially is just to see which of the two schedule types is less harmful for their blood pressure, which one is associated with more decline in blood pressure. So just which one is better. (laughs) Great. Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah, it's always interesting to learn about the impacts of our circadian rhythm and um, how that could adjust, you know, markers like our blood pressure. And we do have a podcast, actually, we we spoke with Dr. Bull's team, I believe earlier this year, if not late last year, on this study, the pilot study specifically um, relating to shift cycle. So I'll definitely <laughs> drop that link in the show notes for our audience. I'm always curious to hear how our summer interns learned about the Sai summer intern program. How did you find out about this program and what got you wanting to apply for this program particularly? Yeah, so actually, I honestly don't even remember how I found out about it, but I'm pretty sure I was just poking around on the OHSU website and looking for internship opportunities through OHSU as a whole. And I stumbled across the OCHELSI Institute's um, internship. I think it was specifically targeted towards undergrad, so I felt I had the best chance of getting it. But I still felt like it was a pretty big long shot, so I wasn't really expecting anything. I was really grateful to get it, though. It was, I think, just through the OHSU website. It's wonderful to see an institution like this, especially our research institute, give opportunities for undergrad early on in their research careers to identify what might resonate or might help gain an interest for you all as you go along your medical clinical uh, fields of work. And so I always really was impressed by, instead of it being geared towards graduate students, that it was undergrad. And lastly, what have you enjoyed most about this internship and what kind of advice can you give to our future interns that come through? I'll start actually with advice. Above all, talk to people, ask questions. Whoever is willing to give you time, definitely ask them about themselves, their interests, um, what they're looking at professionally in their research, because there's so much to learn from all of the different people within the lab. So really take advantage of that. And another thing is don't be afraid to ask for help. But at the same time, if you can try to figure it out on your own, I think it's really valuable to just try um, and then come back later to ask for help. I have really just enjoyed getting to know everyone within the Bulls lab and all of the related labs and learning about them as people and just working with them and learning from them. I know that's a very basic answer, I guess, but it's true. Well, I think maybe we've been all so disconnected for so long, so it's great to see. This is the first time we've had in-person interns in two years, so I think the kind of the interpersonal connection has been really important for all the interns versus it being virtual last year where they all had to interact with each other online. So it's great to hear that you're able to make these connections on a human level because I think overall research teams all have a great bond because they are day-to-day figuring out these research questions together and it really takes a team effort to do all that. I just want to say thank you Aisha for coming on today and I really enjoyed hearing about your summer intern program and I'm so glad that you got a lot out of it and we just wanted to 
congrats and say thank you for all the hard work that you've put in. Thank you so much for having me. It was really nice talking with you. Thank you so much, Brianna, for coming on our podcast today. We're always excited to speak with our interns here and to find out more about all the wonderful work you've been doing the last few months. And I wanted to start by finding out a bit about yourself. Um, what school do you go to, what you're majoring in, as well as some career goals that you have? Yeah, I go to Oregon State University and I am majoring in biohealth sciences with an option of pre-med. And currently my career goals are, I'm hoping to get a master's of public health once I graduate um, this upcoming year and then hopefully either become a midwife or an OBGYN. So those are the areas, the clinical areas that I wanna go into. It's just deciding which pathway I want to choose. That's great. As somebody who has an MPH, I definitely feel like there are so many different areas that you can go terms in terms of public health, environmental health and occupational health and, <laughs> um, yeah. and health disparities. And there's, I mean, I guess the programs are a little bit different from each different institution. I wanted to ask also, how did you hear about your summer intern program? I know people from all different universities and programs tend to find us in different ways. So I'm curious how you learned about us. Through the College of Public Health and Human Sciences at Oregon State, I was in contact with the uh, graduate internship coordinator and she had recommended me this program and I had just applied and I read about it and it seemed really interesting. And so I kind of learned not through my specific college, but a college that I was working with. Great. And so I'm assuming once you found out about our program and got accepted, I had to figure out which space in clinical basic science that you wanted to work in, in terms of research. And so what drew you towards the lab that you're currently working in that you're supporting, which is the Matt Butler lab. And I also want to learn the type of research that you've been working on the last uh, few months as well. So I was really interested in this lab because they had talked a lot about how they were doing some studies with fertility and circadian rhythms. And with me wanting to go into obstetrics and gynecology, all of that's very interesting to me. And so they had been talking about that. And there was a lot of different projects that I was hopefully going to be able to hop on. And this summer we ended up doing, um, looking at how androgens affect an area in the brain to regulate circadian rhythms and specifically in our project is trying to determine which receptor that it is. And my work this summer has been mostly doing a lot of the beginning work for that. So I did all the surgeries this summer, which was also something that was very interesting to me, working with actual animals and um, doing surgeries has been a very cool experience and a big learning curve, but it's been very rewarding this past summer. Yeah, I can definitely imagine there's a, a pretty big learning curve, but it seems like you're able to dive right in and get that hands-on experience, which a lot of people who are in their undergraduate may not necessarily get until they get into either medical school or continuing their uh, clinical journey. So that's really great to hear. And I want to also know what you've enjoyed most about this summer internship program. And we always like to leave advice for our future interns coming in as well. So I'm curious what, what you enjoyed the most and what you've learned and how can you give that advice to the future classes? I think the thing that I've enjoyed the most is um, how much I 
didn't know how much I could do. I had always been like, oh, I don't think I'm very good at chemistry. And there was a lot that I thought that like as an undergrad, I maybe wasn't capable of. And so that's been my favorite part this summer is finding that I was capable of all these things that seemed too big for me when I um, had been in my undergrad. And I think that that's something that's also huge advice is that everyone wants you to learn. They know that you're a undergrad and that you only come in with so much knowledge, but as long as you're there to learn and hear from everyone and hear what everyone does, you're able to get a lot more out of it. I have been able to talk to a lot of different PIs in different areas that my lab collaborates with. And it's been very interesting to see how our project is one area and then it can branch out into so many more pathways based off of other PIs having more interests in other areas and having special expertise. And so just taking the time to talk to them and learn as much as you can has been very rewarding for me. And I think it'll make the whole experience really impactful so that you know also what you want to take away from it too. Well, that's definitely great, great advice and messaging for future interns. And yeah, the principal investigators, so the PIs are always willing to get the interns involved and also you know the staff are also really good at collaborating and um, supporting our interns so i'm so happy to hear you had a wonderful experience and were able to collaborate and discuss with the other labs within the institute kind of gain that like full experience here and yeah i just wanted to say thank you for you know your hard work here we know the interns have a lot of work to do in the short amount of time that they're here and it's always interesting to learn about the different projects that come and evolve from your research that you do really impacts the research that is going on because, you know, there's always work to be done data collection or being out in the field or looking at a different research question related to the studies that that are happening here at the Institute. So thank you, Brianna, for your time and for coming on to our podcast today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, thank you so much, Zoe, for joining us today on What's Work Got to Do With It. And I wanted to start off by learning a bit more about you. So what school do you currently go to? What are you majoring in? And tell us about your career goals. I know that's a very <laughs> tough question to answer, maybe sometimes in undergrad, but we just like to know where our interns are coming from. Yeah, thank you for having me. So right now I go to Lewis and Clark College. I'm going to be a third year. And I'm studying biology, and my goal is to become a doctor. Since I go to a liberal arts school, um, I'm taking a lot of interdisciplinary courses. This upcoming semester in two weeks, actually, I'm moving to Thailand for a semester abroad, and I'm going to be taking sustainability classes. So although I'm pre-med, I'm trying to get a good scope of everything to you know, be a holistic applicant and person. <laughs> That's great. I love that you're heading over to Thailand. I'm sure you can, it's always interesting to learn about different systems, whether it be healthcare or just the way people live culturally and exactly. how that can be adapted in uh, the clinical care that you can provide eventually. And so I love that you're getting a global perspective on things. Yeah, I wish I, I studied abroad. I never got the opportunity, so I'm so glad that you get to. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> 
how did you hear about the Auk Health Size Summer Intern Program? We're always curious how people find us, whether it's be through their college or through word of mouth, like from a friend or family member. Yeah, so I heard about it from my pre-health advisor, sort of. Well, she she directed me to the OHSU intern or internship page where there was just that whole list. So I sifted through it and um, looked for the ones that interested me. And you guys were my number one, like, this is most relevant to what I actually want to do. This one in particular was the one that was super relevant. Yeah, that's great. We do have a lot of real world application to the research that we're doing. I mean, it's definitely important to do more clinical based, like in hospital setting type of research, but the day-to-day, the time between work life and home life is so important. So better understanding how that physically impacts us and all the different psychosocial factors that are impacted by the way um, we interact with work and how we can bring that home is a really important factor of the research that we do here. And I wanted to learn more about what drew you into the lab that you're working in, and I know you were in the McHill lab this summer, and also the research project. I would love to learn more about what type of research you've been working on this summer. Um, I've been working with the awesome PI, uh, Dr. Andrew McHill, and we do sleep research, specifically circadian rhythm and metabolism and how that affects sleep. We have a lot of studies running. Um, Some of them are in lab where they come in and they stay multiple nights and we give them the food that they eat, all of that. Some of our studies are with nurses and bus drivers looking at shift work. So how having a schedule with your work that completely disorients you, how that impacts your health. And most of it just has the goal of how can we be healthier and how can these specifically with the shift work, how can that be a healthy thing? Because there's some detrimental health impacts with shift work. So we look at how we can minimize those. For my research project specifically, I was inspired because the first day that I walked into my internship, my PI gave me a rundown of sleep research, what he's discovered, what the main discoveries of the whole field have been. And it was all super interesting, but the thing that like really stuck out to me was when he said that inconsistent sleep schedules could be just as detrimental as just not getting enough sleep. Like say you're getting nine hours of sleep every night, but one night you're going to sleep at 2 a.m., one night you're going to bed at 9 a.m. And that's my life because, you know, I'm a college student some nights on the weekends I'm out later and in the mornings I'm, I need to be up early during the week. So it's not consistent at all. And I take a lot of naps and apparently napping can impact it too. But that part of sleep research is really understudied. Most of it is just how much you're sleeping. So I wanted to look at that. And we have this study going called the Knox study where we look at nurses who are newly onboarded at OHSU. And we have all this data from PVT, which is the psychomotor vigilance test. And they take that five days a week and it's basically just a test of how alert you are. So on their onboarding week, we give them this iPod touch where they do that test five times a day for a week. And then we get the data back And I compared that to their self-reported sleep time. So when they fell asleep, when they woke up. And 
we only had like five participants that we could actually use the data for. So the data is very, very, very preliminary. It was so fun to just like figure out how research is done and learn about specifically like the main thing I took away is how hard human research is. <laughs> it's so difficult. It's so hard to, you know, even though participants can be, be paid, all of those things, it's hard to get the data clean, you know? It's not like a cell that you can manipulate in any way. Like these are real people that are taking time out of their own lives to help you help them eventually. So it's it's difficult and that part I was not expecting, <laughs> but it's so, it's so interesting. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of variables at play, especially exactly. when it comes to sleep, right? There's so many things that interact with it, especially our day-to-day -day schedules and, and even remembering to <laughs> maybe do some of the, the different cell phone interactions, right? I'm sure people maybe forget along the way or do it at a time that they're not supposed to. So exactly. I think it just comes to show like we're all humans and so much to unpack in what you mentioned there, but just overall. So my time being at the Institute and listening to Dr. McHill, and he's actually done a podcast on sleep here as well and talked about of inconsistency of sleep and also you can never make up sleep. We're always at a deficit. You can't really make up the sleep just because of the, the circadian phases mm -hmm. that we go through. Essentially, there's no reset button. <laughs> like you're going to get better sleep later if on. Only. So, <laughs> if only, right? We'd all be resting a lot more healthier, yeah. right? <laughs> and I wanted to also ask, what have you enjoyed the most about your summer internship? and maybe what kind of advice you can give to those that are looking to apply in the future. Sure. I think what I've enjoyed most is just how much I've learned. Um, most of my learning experience uh, throughout my lifetime has just been in school. I've done a couple um, like political internships, but that it, it wasn't a learning experience as much as it was just work. And so to have an experience during the summer where I was just truly learning every day in a completely new setting. I really loved that. And um, my coworkers have been great. Um, and they just really seem to want me to learn. Like the reason I'm here, even though they're getting, you know, some uh, busy work out of the way, you know, like finally data is being looked at that hasn't been able to be looked at. They are mostly just glad that I'm here and I'm learning. So I felt very welcomed and that's been really great. And advice for future interns, I'd probably say just be really confident in yourself and your abilities. You're here for a reason. You know, I went into my interview and I've never had like a true official sort of intimidating interview before, but I came prepared with questions about their lab and I was genuinely interested. I wasn't shy. I wasn't scared of them because they were bigger and more adult than me or anything. So, and then I got it the next day. And I think that my like confidence really, really impacted that. So even though we're interns, not like running the show, but we are important and we help contribute research and time. And so knowing like your worth going into the process is super important because you don't want to be treated like you're less than you are. Well, I just want to say we appreciate all the work that you're doing and a lot of it, even if it's feels small, it, it can impact the bigger totally. picture of, of the research project. And 
we all know research can take a long time to sort through the data to find outcomes. And then more questions later on are going to be asked, very similar to those same research and sleep questions. So I always think of it as a you're a piece of the puzzle, right? You yes. make an impact and you're a part of the entire project that goes on. And so yeah, and every person is so important. And I definitely I felt so important with all with the whole staff, like the workshops and everything we did. Every time all the interns got together, the staff was just so like appreciative that we were there. It felt it felt great. <laughs> well, I'm so, so glad to hear that, that you had a wonderful experience and really took a, away a lot. And hopefully moving forward, this will contribute to your future clinical medical career that you go yes, off. I'm to. sure it will. <laughs> well, good luck to you and your semester in Thailand. I Thank hope that you. goes really well. And thanks so much for sharing your experience. And it was a lot of fun learning more about your research project. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Judith, for coming on our podcast today. I wanted to get started by telling the listeners a bit about yourself, what school do you currently go to, what you're majoring in, as well as potential career goals. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm Judith. I use she, her pronouns. I'm going into my third year at State University. I'm in the Honors College, and I am double majoring in Public Health Preclinical Studies on a pre-med track in Spanish. Um, so after I graduate, I'm hoping to spend some time working, doing research, and then go to an MD MPH program. Great. Yeah, there's several interns this year, pre-med and wanting to go the MD route as well. And there's a couple of people who also want to pursue an MPH degree too. So that's great to hear. And how did you hear about our summer intern program here? We're always curious how how our paths cross with yours. My biology professor last year, um, she is actually Portland State one of the Build Exido program coordinators, and on every every turn you would have on the page for the class, you would have all these different opportunities you could go look for, um, and one of them was the the Oc Health Sci internship. And so I went through it, and I like looked at different um, researchers, and I saw this program sounded really amazing, and then the research they're doing this stuff I was really interested in as well. So I decided to apply. Awesome. And yeah, we've had, I think, previous interns also come from the Exito program. So it's cool to hear that you found us through that as well. And so I wanted to find out what kind of research and project you were working on this summer. I know you were in and um, also what drew you to wanting to work in the Shea Lab as well? I was in the Shea Lab. Uh, I actually worked with Dr. Gonzalez, who's a postdoc in this chronobiology lab looking at Sort of this, this one of the sleep studies is looking at it's a seven. Basically, you have someone in there for seven days, and you make them sleep all around the clock, and then you monitor all their brain waves and their heart rate and their blood pressure. Um, and then I was taking data from that and looking at these things called K complexes and how they change whether you're sleeping during the day or sleeping during the night and the impact on heart rate on that. So that was that was my project. And then in terms of the Shea Lab, I really liked the the philosophy behind the whole center and the philosophy behind they're looking at so health equity issues really important to me and they're looking at uh, health equity issues and especially having that commitment to bringing marginalized researchers into into the lab and that commitment to having interns also uh, into the lab 
and I'm really interested in basically it's translational research and bench research. So having both of those in there and being able to use like applications. And also one of the parts of their program is going in and doing um, like how does this community feel about um, their experiences in healthcare and how can we incorporate that into into the research. So that was all of those things sort of drew me, drew me to the lab. There's a, there's a lot going on in the lab. But. Yeah, there's always a lot of interesting work going on. And I really like that you mentioned the translational aspect because commonly whenever we're doing bench research, how it integrates and how that research and those out health outcomes trickle down to impacting community health and individual health outcomes. And in this in this context, more of the workplace, so occupational health outcomes and how that all ties in. And thanks so much for giving us some more insight into your, your project in working with uh, Dr. Stephen Shea's lab in the chronobiology program that we have here. What have you enjoyed most about your summer internship program? And what type of advice can you give to future interns coming in? Well, obviously, there's that aspect of just being able to be in a lab and being able to be a part of, of research, which is really incredible opportunity. And I think also being able to meet so many different people and hear about their paths to research, because everyone is, there's a whole bunch of different roles in the lab, and then everyone came to a different path. Um, and I think that's very interesting. That was very interesting for me, because there's no one took, like, the same textbook route all the way through. So I really enjoyed that. Some advice, I think asking questions um, and just remembering that they would host interns if they didn't want you to be learning and didn't want you didn't want to help you out so you're there because they want you there just trying to ask as many questions as you can talk to as many different people as you can I think that was a, a very common theme that I heard throughout interviewing interns is just being open to learning and asking those questions and no question is big or small and all of our faculty and staff members are always willing to to give advice or go more in depth into a research area, especially in, in the projects that you're working on. So I'm so happy that you got to get this experience this summer and we hope that you take what you learned here and <laughs> expand into your future your future clinical career. And I just wanna say thank you for taking time today to chat with us and for also being such a wonderful contributor and it's always great to see the interdisciplinary, so all of the different paths that people come from. Even our interns come from such different paths, too, as we've heard today. So thanks, Judith, for your time today, and I'm so glad that we got to, to chat more. Thank you so much. This podcast is a production of the Oregon Institute of Occupational Health Sciences and Oregon Healthy Workforce Center. This episode was produced and edited by myself, Helen Shuckers, and music provided by Sam Greenspan. Community feedback is important to us, so if you enjoy listening to What's Work Got to Do With It, please consider leaving us a five-star review and subscribe to our podcast. If you want to stay updated on current research, resources, news, and community events, consider following us on our Oregon in the Workplace blog or our social media channels. You can find us on facebook.com slash on Twitter at OHSU OchHealth, or you can find us on LinkedIn by searching Oregon Institute of Occupational Health Sciences. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you next time.